It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Reception Perception, the show now. James Cole and Matt Harmon. You know, there's another quarterback there. We might see another quarterback change. Uh, this one in Washington, Sam Howell absolutely struggled against the Rams. Uh, I, I got to think, and, and I haven't seen the reports, but th- it's got to be over for Sam Howell, no? I, I mean, Jacoby Brissett uh, comes in. Rivera sounded like he was going to go right back to I, I know, week, which so. is just, I, ah, I just... Help me make it make sense. Like, Jacoby, first of all, you court Jacoby Brissett. So, obviously, you like Jacoby Brissett. It's not as if Jacoby Brissett was was stuck to you, you know, or stuck on you, right? Like, you went out and recruited the guy, you know what I mean? So, there's some level of trust there. There's some level of, uh, you you must like Jacoby Brissett to have gone out in free agency and, and try to get him to, to Washington. Uh, but Brissett comes in. And, and really, again, we're a wide receiver show. I, you know, I want to focus in on Terry McLaurin here because McLaurin, I think, is, is just a, a great player wasting away in a bad situation. It's tough to see. Uh, Howell, Sam Howell to McLaurin in yesterday's game, nine targets, three grabs, 48 yards, and an interception. Okay, not good. Jacoby Brissett comes in and immediately starts lighting it up with Terry McLaurin. Three targets, three grabs, 93 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Beautiful ball placement on some of these deeper throws as well. Great anticipation. uh, And really let McLaurin work, which I really uh, appreciated and liked. Unlike what what we saw with Sam Howell. Um, I don't know, man. What what do you think about this quarterback situation in, in Washington? I, and I know Terry McLaurin has been, you know, an RP favorite for for many many years. Uh, what do you think about the the quarterback and potential quarterback change? What would you like to see there in Washington? Yeah, look, I mean, those numbers say it all right there. And like, this wasn't a game that was out of hand either. Like, Washington could have won this game. By the way, what an atrocious series! Uh, like in the end of that game where. You know they're just letting time bleed off the clock Ugh. when when they they're at the one yard line. Yeah, because they throw they throw McLaurin the go ball and like he, he, I think it was originally called a touchdown, but then it was clear he was exactly. short. Right. Um And yeah, they take forever to finally get in the uh, in Crazy. the end zone, and it's like Crazy. again when the clock like when the when the clock was running. That was when they were taking forever, and then when the clock was like stopped for some other place, then they're hurrying up to the line. I mean. It was just that game against the commander, that game against the Rams from the commanders was like everything that I've been complaining about with this offense all year. And like, shout out to all the people trying to gaslight all of you, all, you know, those people, you know who they are, like trying to gaslight you about Sam Howell's passing production as if that was anything (laughs) other than empty calories. I mean, all year long, all we had to hear was like, oh, well, why aren't the receivers producing uh, Sam Howell? Look at his fantasy stats. Like he leads the NFL in passing yards. People are not watching these games. And like, it just it makes it actually makes me upset. I know I shouldn't get this upset about it. I, I know I shouldn't get this upset about it, but it is. And and then you know because then you get people that come back to me and are like, "Well, you're only trying to you're just not you're making excuses for Terry McLaurin, John Dotson, Curtis yeah. Samuel, your guys." I'm like, no, 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 no. 
watch these games. Like, if you're really watching Sam Howe play, you can't tell me these are anything other than empty calories. Number one, just look at the record. They're not a good team. And I know they have no. problems on the defensive side of the football. I mean, Cooper Cup. Worst defense in football. Worst secondary in football by far. Okay, by yeah. far. I mean, Cooper Cup getting that wide open on that play was embarrassing. But there's yeah, been a lot of embarrassing stuff going on on this offense all year long. From the sacks, um, I don't think it's all Sam Howell's fault. Like, I don't think Sam Howell is terrible or anything. I just think they've put a lot on his plate, too. Um, For sure. You know, they, he throw, dropped back so much. He, he They don't really try to establish a true traditional run game. Like, he's got to read out all this stuff with all these different wide receivers. Like, I really think that Sam Howell, if he had just and, – and some of this is on – again, it's on him, too. It's not not just like an Eric Bieniemy problem, but I do think – the enemy hasn't been a great offensive coordinator. Like, how is this series so disorganized at the goal line there? Again, it was just all such a microcosm of the issues that I think have haunted this team all season long. You know, and, and this was a big chance for Howell, right? Like, to, to prove mm-hmm. he was a long-term starting quarterback. I think it was weird that Rivera is almost like trying to will it into existence, you know? Right. At one totally. point in this, in, like... It's so bizarre if you go back to last season when they never even really considered starting him until week 17 when they were out of it. And then they say he, they're so blown away by him in that game that we didn't realize he was this good. Like how, how, wow, how were we not playing him all year long? Which is a weird thing to say. And then like, I, you're right. They bring in Jacoby Brissett and it was really never a competition. Like this was always Sam Howell's job to lose. And then why would you bring in like a steady Eddie? guy like a Jacoby Brissett in that situation. I don't know. The whole thing seems very fraught. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think that if I'm psychoanalyzing it, I think that Rivera probably thought to himself, the only way I can save my job with new ownership is if Sam Howell really does hit. And and like, I, we do find a franchise quarterback out of nowhere, which he even said at one point mid season, like, what are you proud of here in Washington? He's like, well, I'm proud that we changed the culture, which is true. Give Rivera credit. Yeah. 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 yeah, For sure. Oh my God. But, but then he also said, and that we found a franchise quarterback. Like, what? What? Like, just again, trying to will it into existence when I don't think anything ever proved it was there. I thought that Sam Howell, when we saw him last year, was a hell of a lot more of an intriguing prospect than, than you know, um, any of the other quarterbacks that they, that they try to pawn off on us. Because he's got a bigger arm and, and obviously, yeah, I, I mean, you know, look, look, he's got a bigger arm and certainly um, in that late season surge, you would think to yourself... Sam Howell at least has more interesting prospects, long-term prospects, uh, than Heineke, right? Uh, which I still think is true. But again, when the guy's struggling this hard, either just give him a break or do something to help him make make life a little easier for him. And I don't think Eric Bieniemy um, has done that for him. It just seems as if they have not changed their game. You know how in Cincinnati. They had a compromised quarterback, and they tried to run the same game plan out there for the first couple of weeks. Yep. It was a disaster, right? Then what they do, they changed it up dramatically, right? And they basically said, all right, we have a quarterback. He's got some limitations. Let's let's diagram some plays. Let's, let's call a game that, again, would better benefit our quarterback, right? I just don't feel like there's ever been a shift or a change in Washington, right? Sam Howell's had his limitations. You know, obviously their defense stinks and, and they're putting them in bad spots. They're always having to, 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 you know, have these long sustained drives. But at the same time, again, I, I know this sounds a little old school, but what about field position? 
you could you could pitch that field position battle a little bit where the other uh, the other team's got to go a long distance as well. Uh, too many three and outs, too many short fields. The, the, again, the game planning and, and the game calling from an offensive perspective, it just hasn't made a lot of sense to me. No, it, it hasn't. And, and great example, looking back at that week 18 game against the Cowboys that Sam Howell started yeah. last year, he threw 19 passes. They win the game. They they run the ball. They get 17 carries for Jarrett Patterson and 14 carries for Jonathan Williams. Wow. Uh, again, 19 pass attempts, 10 targets between Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson. Beautiful. You look at the 2023 commanders, and Curtis Samuel was pretty banged up at that point, so it's like you know he wasn't super right. involved in the game plan. But you look at the 2023 commanders, and it's like just so many guys like – there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people with twenty plus targets on the season. Oh, that's golly. just so spread out. Byron Pringle's right there with nineteen. Jamison Crowder is right there with eighteen. <laughs> like they just have too many guys like popping Deami up. Yami Brown Sam, pops up way too often in these games. Way, too, way you know? too often. Um, like schemed up looks too. Like that's the crazy thing too. It's I like, know they're right, scheming exactly. up stuff for for these guys. Not just like all right, well Sam Howell's getting to his fourth read or something like that. No, he's not sitting back. You've seen Washington's offensive line. You've seen Sam Howell's sack numbers. Not sitting there for, yeah. you know, uh, five seconds and getting to his fourth read, which is, right. you know, uh, Byron Pringle or Deami Brown or whatever. No, it's like, <laughs> again, schemed up looks right. for these guys. And he leads the NFL in pass attempts. Like, there's just, that's like a cute thing, but it's not winning football, right? Like, and clearly it's not. And nope. it, it, I think we've gotten to a point now where his development is stalled out. I don't, I think Sam Howell sure. could be a, uh, like a Ryan Fitzpatrick type or, or something like that, you know? Totally. Um, but it's just, I think they overloaded him. They put too much on his plate here. I think it really is a failure of, of, um, the coaching staff here as much as it is. I don't think Sam Howell was ever like secretly great this year. And I think week, uh, oh, I think totally. week 15 game was kind of proof concept of that. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, I just, at this point, just for my own eyeball's sake, can we just get your Kobe Brissett in there? If you want to run this offense where you're throwing it 50 times a game or whatever it is, and, and you know, look, it, it's you're right. Sam Howell's just overloaded right now, man. Like, he's still, by the way, he's such a yeah. young player, you know? I don't blame Sam Howell at all for this, you know? I mean, he, first of all, he's, it's not like he's a first-round draft pick or anything like that. There's no expectations. Right? There's no expectations at all. You know what I mean? Young player. He's, I, I just, the, as the season has gone along, you're, you're tearing this guy's confidence down. You know, it's, it's the exact opposite of developing a player. You're actually hurting the player. Yeah, getting him beat to you know, a by pulp keeping him out too. Here. I mean, exactly. You know, I just, I'd love to see again, just for, if we're talking about develop, developing Sam Howell, if you want to do that, fine. Just give him a break, man. You know, like, let's see Jacoby Brissett for the rest of the year. Because, again, we're, Washington's not going anywhere. They, they're not doing nothing. Let's just go ahead and, and start Jacoby Brissett. Um, that's what I would like to see. But I don't know if we're going to get there. Um, okay, it's a shame that in a year with all of these backup quarterbacks that we haven't seen Jacoby Brissett, right? Like, Thank you. We've seen so – and because right? he's perfect. He was good last year with the Browns. Like, totally agree. No qualifier. Good. 
Um, he was like top 12 in EPA per dropback last year. And I mean, every competent veteran quarterback except Deshaun Watson's good in that offense. Like Jacoby Rousseau's <laughs> good in that offense. Joe Flacco is good in that offense. I mean, PJ Walker's not a competent backup quarterback. Like obviously yeah, yeah, DTR yeah, yeah. is a rookie and Deshaun right. Watson is Deshaun Watson. So like Jacoby Brissett was productive in that offense uh, it, last year. I think we could have gotten a decent little offense out of Washington this year with Jacoby Brissett. I understand they, they want to develop a young player, but like you said, I don't think they're doing him any disservice. I think at this point, though, like everybody knows Rivera's getting fired there. It's like a, yeah. an unspoken secret. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they obviously don't think enough of enemy to make him the interim head coach. I don't think anything that's happened this year would make you – we got to make sure enemy is not the guy before we let him out of the building. I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case. Nope. Um, they've lost five in a row now. They're slated to pick fourth in the draft uh, if if the draft was today. I think it's just like you might as well see what Sam Howe can do rest of season. Just because like if you end up picking fourth, you're going to be in that sort of you're you're going to end up being in that area where like do you take a quarterback there? Do you try to trade up a couple of spots? I don't think New England's going to be trading down. I don't think Carolina is going to be, or excuse me, Chicago is going to be trading down from there. So yeah. they're in a bit of a weird spot, and they might end up having to be like Sam Howell and another rookie next year. So I don't know. We'll see. It should be Jacoby Brissett and a rookie. That's really what it should be there in Washington. That's what I think would make the most sense to me. Uh, let the rookie kind of sort of develop here um in the background a little bit that's like the old school way i know i know everyone's so used to these young quarterbacks just stepping in day one and just trying to be the the franchise savior not everyone can be cj stroud guys okay it just can't happen dude 2400 sports is an odyssey company 